Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, what's going on, No Nation? This is your guy, Kelvin Hunt, editor of ChopChat.com. Welcome to the Built for Playmakers YouTube channel, where we talk FSU all day, every day. Man, it is the day, Friday afternoon, an early Christmas present, it feels like. FSU uh, Board of Trustees met emergency meeting this morning, and those guys and women are not going to meet just for nothing. And uh, if you watched the the video, you could watch the, the video. It's actually open to the public. Basically, the um, Board of Trustees have voted unanimously to file a complaint or lawsuit against the ACC, um, basically challenging um, you know, their grant of rights. And basically, this is going to be the first domino uh, in a move to eventually leave this pitiful conference. And I mean, it has been a long time coming. <laughs> we are, you know, FSU basically earlier this year voiced publicly and got a lot of backlash from, you know, general, the general public and others, other fans of other ACC schools that are, that are not serious about competing at a high level. I'm talking about the Wake Forests, you know, the Syracuse's and just a ton of other fan bases that are really a joke in football. And a lot of people that either work for ESPN or in the industry, you know, kept talking about, well, well, how what I'm tired of if she whining and complaining, you know, what are they going to do? You know, it's it's all it's all bark and no bite. Well, <laughs> that's not the case. Um, you know, this year really, really proved everything that FSU needed it to prove as far as the ACC not being serious um, for a program like the Knowles. And I mean, basically it boils down to this. If you're watching this and you're not an FSU fan, I want to help you understand because a lot of people seem to want to stick to the argument, oh, well, they signed a contract. Yeah, they did sign a contract, but it sounds like there were things that happened during certain periods that all the information wasn't given to um, the schools that were essentially forced to sign a contract. And if you watch the video, look, I'm not a lawyer, but I watched uh, watched the video and that was my interpretation of um, the, some of the information that was given. Um, also, if you're doing business with someone, if that person or entities are not willing to allow you to look at the contracts you've signed, make copies of them, or what have you, that's probably going to raise your eyebrow a little bit, right? I mean, if I'm doing business with you and we sign an agreement that you kind of just, 
you know, you can't really read it, I guess. It sounds like they were like, hey, everybody's got to sign this, so sign it. And so you sign it, and then you wait, wait, can I get a copy of that and see what I signed? They're like, no, no. Well, you can look at it, but you can't take pictures of it. You, t- you can't make copies of it, you know, or anything like that. I mean, that would kind of raise my suspicion uh, quite a bit, right? And so if you're not an FSU fan, basically it comes down to this. Whenever you're an employee or you work or whatever, everybody feels they have, you know, you bring a certain value to the table, right? And yes, we sign contracts for work all the time. But usually if you outperform that contract, you see it in sports all the time. If you outperform that contract, usually you can get a new contract, right? Well, that's not the case with FSU. FSU, you know, they sign an agreement with all the other schools in the ACC. And FSU, even before, you know, they signed this contract, um, was outperforming everybody in this conference by far. I mean, by far. And when I say performing, I'm talking about TV viewership. That is what matters. And of course, some clowns want to reference, oh, but FSU hasn't won, you know, before this year, they hadn't won the, the uh, ACC since 2000. And 14, while that's true, and of course, we can go into reasons why, you know, FSU's leadership that is no longer in place at FSU is largely responsible for the signing of these documents that are in place now. Also, they were responsible for some of the hires that took place as far as the athletic director and the football coach. So that prior administration, obviously, uh, you know, just um, lacked a certain acumen, so to speak. And, um, you know, that has uh, helped put FSU in the place where it is now. But I say that to say this, FSU, even before that, was the biggest brand in the ACC by far. Everything, football is the is the moneymaker, right? And FSU is a football school. And even though FSU fell off as far as a product on the field, you know, largely from 2017 through 2021, I mean, they were under 500 as a program. If you include those years and go back to 2014 when they made the inaugural college football playoff, they are still the highest, uh, most viewed um, program in the ACC higher than Clemson. And and if you look at this past year, it gives you a prime example. So even though FSU was sub 500 and Clemson was like at their peak, you know, competing and winning national championships, they still were not blowing FSU out of the water, so to speak, in terms of TV viewership. Now, when you look at this past year, 2023, obviously FSU's undefeated, 13-0. and 0. Clemson fell back to earth, went 8-4. and 4. And FSU averaged 4.1 million viewers per game, and Clemson averaged 2.9 million viewers per game. So that tells you whether FSU is winning the conference or not, they are the most valuable brand in the conference. FSU is a, a national brand. Clemson is not, and I say, and I and I can prove that, right? So before before. The, the past decade, Clemson hadn't won anything since 1981, like something like that. 
nobody cared about Clemson. Nobody. I mean, even though before FSU got to the ACC, Clemson was the dominant program, nobody cared about Clemson. FSU was independent. FSU was going to play the Michigans, Ohio States, you know, all of these big time schools and winning. And, you know, obviously they got to the ACC and just ran through the ACC like a hot knife through butter. And eventually Clemson decided to to get serious about football. You know, Dabo Sweeney turned the program around and credit to Clemson for for doing that. But at the same time, you see that if Clemson is not at the top tier level as far as competing for a national championship, they fall back off. You know, like I said, they don't even average three million uh, viewers per game. And also you have to factor in, you know, Dabo Sweeney is the coach that has brought that program to relevance, so to speak. If he leaves, what is Clemson going to turn into then? You know, are they going to fall back into obscurity? My guess is yes. We've seen FSU go from Bobby Bowden, RIP, GOAT. He brought, brought FSU to national prominence. Switched to Jimbo Fisher, won a national title. One to Willie Taggart. Now we're on Mike Novell. So that's four coaches, four different coaches, and FSU has maintained its national brand. That's staying power. That means FSU, no matter what, is gonna is gonna be a is gonna be a brand that people will associate with or recognize or whatever. And that's why they draw so many views, viewers on TV. Um you know, it's either they want to see FSU win or they want to see FSU lose. But the key is they're watching the games. And that is what matters in this space. Um, wins and losses are, are, are important, obviously. And obviously, the more you win, the more people are going to watch, either for you to win or to lose. But an FSU is, is all in on competing at the highest level. Okay, so why do they want to leave the ACC? Well, there's going to be there's already a huge revenue gap between FSU and teams in the SEC and the Big Ten. That gap is going to continue to widen every year for the next until 2036, which is when the uh, you know, grand rights or whatever for FSU and the ACC expire. So it's 30 million. It's a 30 million dollar gap now. In five years, it's going to be you know, close to double that. And so it's going to compound every year on itself. And you say, well, how does that affect FSU? Can't they just raise more money, you know, or whatever? Well, no. You, you know how much money that is? <laughs> that's, I mean, that's crazy. Not only that, FSU is one of the youngest programs in the country as far as alumni base. I mean, they didn't start playing football until, you know, what, the late 40s, early 50s. When these other schools like Michigan and Alabama, they've been around since the late 1800s. Right. Um, you know, their scholarships are endowed. I mean, all this other stuff. So, yeah, FSU is like, yep, we can't compete at that level because you talk, you start, you starting to talk about, you know, money to pay coaches, assistants, um, support staff, you know, all of that comes into play. And FSU has made the investment uh, over the past couple of years to get on par with those schools in the SEC and Big Ten. I mean, that's why they're competing at, at an elite level. Right. They had, you know, they should have had the opportunity to, to compete for uh, a national title when the college football playoff this year. Of course, they were snubbed. 
And that's why they're like, we got to leave. We can't compete in the next five or 10 years because of money. We are valued at way more than what we're getting paid from the ACC. Why should a Wake Forest get paid what we get paid when we're doing all the work, essentially? I mean, why is Boston College, Syracuse, uh, all these teams getting the same amount of money that we're getting when we're doing all the work? I mean, that's just how it is in real. If you're at your job and you're in a group of people and you all signed up to do a project and you do all the work and somebody else never does anything, how are you going to feel about that? Common sense, people. Common sense. Right. So what I believe is going to happen is uh, FSU's, you know, they're, they've filed this complaint. And ultimately, you know, a lot of people will think, oh, but they've got to go to court and, you know, it's going to, you know, you got to, you're going to win or lose the case. And that's, that's not going to be the case. Look, the ACC and ESPN do not want to go to court because then you have, you know, you're going to be subject to discovery and, you know, you're going, they're going to have to submit documentation on different decisions that have been made and all that good stuff. And they don't want that to happen because there's a highly, there's a high probability that there's going to be evidence of things supporting what FSU's uh, arguing or complaining about. Right. So that is why the ACC, um, agreed to expand to admit Stanford, California, and SMU um, before the season began because they they knew, you know, this is likely going to happen. They didn't know when. They didn't know if it was going to be this quick or not. But they're like, okay, if FSU leaves, that that's probably going to open a door for Clemson, North Carolina. Those are the three schools that voted against the expansion of adding those three teams from the West Coast and then Texas. So those are likely your three schools that are going to bounce if they get an opportunity. Unfortunately, like most things, FSU has to lead the way because you got a bunch of cowards at these other schools who are not willing to do it, or they don't have the brand or the, the, the power, the value to argue uh, like FSU does, right? Um, I mean, it feels, it feels like it's always been that way with FSU. FSU was independent. You know, you had all these blue blood programs that try to, you know, keep FSU down. What did Bobby Bowden do? He went to go, he went to go play them at their place because they didn't want to come to FSU and play. Go beat the Michigans, go beat the Ohio State's at their places. And you, you know, he kind of knocked the door down, like, hey, you're gonna let us in and we're gonna kick our feet up on the table. And that's what we did, and that's what we've been doing ever since. We've been we've been competing with all these other other programs when we're way, way, way younger than them. Right. And and so FSU is going to lead the way like they do in most things. And eventually they're going to reach a settlement. Probably they're going to negotiate a, a figure um, the FSU will have to pay. And whatever that figure is, it's not I don't think it's going to be what. I mean, it's going to be a large figure. Don't get me wrong. I don't think I think. But it's not going to be anything close to the money, the amount of money that they will lose if they just stay pat stay put in the ACC until 2036, right? Also, if they stayed in the ACC, you already see what the perception of the ACC is when it comes to the SEC and the Big Ten. It's already looked upon as a second-tier conference uh, that nobody respects, even though, even though it's not necessarily true. I mean, if you look at FSU's schedule this past year, it's comparable to the schools that are in the playoff, if not better than, because FSU chooses to play two SEC schools 
the past two years in um, LSU and Florida, along with the Clemsons. I mean, they'll play Notre Dame next year. So that's the other thing. FSU's not scared of not, not scared of competition, bro. Look, we will play anybody, anywhere, anytime, right? So, but if you stay, you're never going to win. You're never going to have an opportunity to win because you're not going to have the money to compete. Not only that, the perception is you're in a weak conference anyway. And so, I mean, you just saw an undefeated FSU team get leave out of the college football playoff. If that don't tell you all you need to know, I don't know what to tell you. All right. So in a nutshell, FSU uh, brings the most value to the ACC by far. They It's not fair that the other schools that don't do anything get the same amount of money. Also, it, it sounds like the ACC and the ESPN did not disclose all the information uh, during certain periods of contract signing or whatnot, which could be a breach of contract. And the FSU, FSU will have, you know, they're not doing this. FSU administration is not doing this without having an idea of where they can go. Right. A lot of people say, well, where are they going to go? They don't have an invite to the Big Ten or the SEC. Well, they, the SEC and the Big Ten can't extend an invite or they'll get sued. Right. Um, so FSU has to do the work on their end as far as getting out of the conference. And then once that is once that is on the table, then it's like the Big Ten or SEC will be like, here you go. Here's your invite. Right. So, um you know, it sounds like the Big Ten would be would be the um, the most the option that makes the most sense um, right now, especially with how ESPN is such, so in bed with the SEC. But then, if you join the SEC, I mean, then you're I mean, <laughs> then you're part of the family, right? So it's like, hey, you you know, you're going to get treated like the other teams in the SEC, so to speak. So, um, you know, it'll be one of those two. It'll be one of those two um, entities. Uh, they're not going to leave the, the ACC to go join the Big 12 if she's too big of a brand to do that. Okay. So this is the domino that's going to start everything else. Um, I would expect the FSU to, you know, they have until August 15th of 2024 to announce that they're going to leave. If they announce before then, that means they'll they'll be in the ACC for one more year, and then they would start in whatever new conference in 2025. If they don't announce before August uh, 2024 that they plan to leave, uh, then it will be another year after that, uh, right? So, so you kind of have to play one year, one season in the hole before you can actually leave once you make that announcement. Um, so, so I, yeah, so I don't expect them to be in the, the ACC past 2025. I mean, if they did, if they did, I would be, I would be surprised, but. Um, this is what FSU has to do. I mean, they're committed to playing at a high level. They're one of the, the big dogs in college football. And in order to, to remain one of the big dogs, they got to go play with the other big dogs. And that's it, just in layman's terms. And if you're not an FSU fan and you don't understand that, then it's probably because you're, you're a fan of a school that is not committed to playing at a high level. You're cool with winning seven or eight games a year. You're cool with winning 10 games in your whole life like an NC State fan. Right. So, look, the ACC is going to survive because they've signed, you know, they've brought these other three schools in there. Um, 
those schools can go and join these other scrub programs and and you know play in play in their little conferences and 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 be nobodies or whatever. But um, you know that's what that's not what FSU is about. Uh, people trying to clown FSU for 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 leaving. I was like, we're going to, we're going to go play against the best. We want to go play against the best, not you know these scrubs. We want to have an opportunity to play. So that's what we're going to do. But um, yeah, so that's my take on the whole deal with um, the board of trustees meeting this morning. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a great day because this is the process to, this is the start of the process to leave this conference. And um, man, it's a, it's awesome to see. Uh, but let me know what you think. Um, let me know your preference, whether you want to go to the big 10 or sec, we'll probably do another video on that and uh, make sure you like this, share this, and um, I appreciate all the support you guys have given us. We uh, we're approaching 2,500 subscribers, and um, I mean it's awesome. Appreciate you guys. Hope you um, have a great Christmas. If I don't talk to you before then, and uh, spend some time with your family. And I hope Santa Claus brings everything you hope for. Uh, but until next time, go knows. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.